0: Hey everybody, I'm Trevor Noah. And I'm David Kabuka. And we are so excited to bring you this episode
1: of the Trevor Noah podcast from Luminary. We've been grappling with everything that has been going on this year, from COVID-19 to the protests against police brutality, and we're excited to share our conversations with you. For more episodes of the Trevor Noah podcast, check out Luminary, a subscription podcast network with original shows you won't find anywhere else. We have dozens of
0: episodes up on Luminary right now, plus all new conversations coming September 2nd. So sign up and start listening with a seven-day free trial at luminary.link slash Not available in all markets. Terms apply. From Luminary, this is the Trevor Noah podcast. I'm Trevor Noah, joined as always by my good friend, David
1: Kibuka, what's going on, Dave? What is happening? Good weather here in New York, but all the people who are disciplined will be inside. What do you mean all the people who are disciplined? I feel like there's a range of discipline because nobody technically
0: knows what the rules are from what I see some people go the rule is that you shouldn't go outside and then some people are like no 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 the rule is that you can only go outside to work out or to exercise then some people are like yeah i'm working out all the time then some people are like no you're abusing the system then others are like no i'm just like walking with family and friends and some people are like no you can't do that you're not social distancing it's a household thing it's a like it would be nice if there was like a, a centralized source of
1: what the rules are in any given place or t- do you know what i mean Well, I think the general idea in my head is that stay indoors, but a human being can't stay indoors forever. So go outside to do those things that you need to do. But like as much as possible, stay indoors because outdoors is where the virus is, unless it's indoors, in which case (laughs) you should probably stay outdoors.
0: You know the way you said that, you know like in a movie when when the the people have run inside to to escape like the the Jason murderer, and then they're like, thank God, he's outside. And then everyone keeps quiet and they're like, unless
1: he's inside.
0: Yes. That's what you just did there. I sometimes envy people who completely are against the system and do not care. There's like a level of ignorance is bliss in the
1: situation that's almost fun. There is a level of you can be ignorant, but because it's not fatal for a lot of people yeah it's it's not ignorance it's more like just going like look i don't care about everybody else i'm just going to do it my way because most likely nothing is going to happen to me right but like i'm willing to take that gamble but we're going like don't take that gamble because the hospital system will collapse and your next-door neighbor who's 95 years old you might kill her by mistake i feel like a lot of people because you came home drunk and then you put your hand on the door, wrong, on her door-knob. wrong doorknob instead of your doorknob. She comes out, she touches the thing. She's 96 years old. She was looking forward to her 97th and two hundred. And unfortunately, she didn't make it past two weeks. <laughs> because. So it's, it's a whole thing of like, think. don't just think about yourself. You know you're going to be okay. No doom and gloom. But think about the other people who think about the other people. You know what I, I like to think of is, you know the
0: feeling of zombies. You know when there's zombies out there? I've never watched a zombie movie in my life. Okay, but you understand the general concept. I understand the general concept. Okay. When there's zombies outside, you can't go outside. But there's different types of zombies. Maybe you've seen the trailers, because I know you love watching
1: trailers. No, I hate watching trailers.
0: But I thought you liked watching trailers. No, you're,
1: you're the one who always wants me to watch trailers and n- then I say no. No, no, no. I hate watching trailers. I hate it with a passion. It's it's one of those...
0: Then why do you say to me I should watch a trailer? No.
1: It, this, is, this is basically it. Is If a trailer comes on, yeah. most likely I'm not going to watch the movie. So it's like... so. Why? They put too much in the trailer. And then so what you're watching is you're just watching for those things that you're just watching build up. Ah. You know, because I don't don't watch trailers. Yeah, I hate trailers. But I thought you didn't watch movies. I love movies. Right. I hate
0: trailers. So if someone asked me, I would go, David, I've noticed a trend. He watches trailers and when he watches the trailer, he doesn't watch the movie. I never watched the movie. Yes, but I thought this was a cost-saving measure that you had implemented.
1: A cost-saving measure?
0: Yeah, I thought you sometimes went to save money, I'm going to watch the trailer of this movie and then not watch the movie.
1: No. I didn't know you were doing it because the plot had been spoiled. No, there, there's some movies that um, that I won't even watch the trailer because I know I'm going to watch it 100%. So anyway, do you know there's different types of zombies? I
0: didn't know that. Okay, so there's different types of zombies. I'm not a zombie expert. Some people are. Yes. Right? And it's weird to be an expert of a thing that doesn't exist. But still. Yes. There are zombie experts, but I'm not a zombie expert. So please, if you're listening and you're a zombie expert, I humbly ask for your forgiveness for how I may or may not butcher the world of zombies. But there are zombies who can run very fast. Cool. They're like zombies who are like like basically athletes. Cool. Like I think they were in like a Brad Pitt movie. All right. Those ones like, they, they swarm War of you. the Worlds. Oh, how do you know these things? Because there's a thing called a trailer. Okay, cool. And then there's zombies where like, they basically, it's like a, like a snail, like a tortoise. I don't know that. They're just like, oh. Uh, okay, yes, the pop—the ones uh, we see all the time. And they can't chase you. They can't, they just slow. That's what I feel like we're dealing with with coronavirus. There's different types of viruses. And there's some pandemics where there's super fast zombies. Then everyone's afraid because it kills everyone. Yes. But then these slow zombies are generally only going to get people who are old and people who have respiratory issues because you can't like you can't run for long and stuff. Do you know what I mean? And so then even if we had those slow zombies out now, there'd be people out there who'd be like, I'm going outside, man. Okay, yes. Like, dude, the zombie's not going to get me. Then it's like, yes, but if by chance... You trip. You trip and the zombie bites you, you might not even know it bit you, and then you're going to go home, and then you're going to zombie your grandmother. And, but my point is I, 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 I see this like a zombie outbreak.
1: Yeah, okay. I mean, you know, we all see it in our different ways. That's how I, I. It helps me. No, process. it's a good way. It's a good way to visualize it. You know, I may use that. If I had kids, this is how I would explain it to them,
0: just to try to calm them down. Daddy, what's happening? Well, you see, Bobby, there's zombies everywhere outside, and so we have to stay indoors because the zombies can kill your grandmother. Thanks, Daddy. And then, then he'd be calm. Oof.
1: That's the childhood right there. <laughs> You know? Where you wrapped it up because after that will just be everything will will come from that idea. You know when they tell when they're getting all the things that subsequently when they're a serial killer at thirty seven years old, what happened? Well, when they do the deep deep work they'll find that you no, know, my dad once told me that there's zombies outside and my grandmother's die. Hmm. Do you
0: ever wonder what life is gonna be like post corona? Do you think life will change post corona?
1: What's going to happen after Corona is that um, things that were theoretical, Mm -hmm. a lot of things that were theoretical have now been shown to be like we've felt them practically. Yes. Like working away from home, you know, that kind of thing. It used to be like, okay, theoretically, a whole company cannot work from home. Right. Or rather, theoretically, a whole company can work from home. Yes. But practically, people were like, that'll never work. Yes. You know, this. Then Corona forced us to turn this theory into reality. And there have been success stories, but I'm sure there are many stories that are not successful where they're like, I just discovered that my employees are pigs. And once they went home, nothing came. (laughs) Our work at this company (laughs) was purely like computer based, there was no reason why. This company could not work from home, but what happened now is we discovered that, that these people can't and they all have to come here. We, in fact, we're starting work <laughs> at 7.30 if, if they're not all completely fired. So if everybody has their own experience, people will be like, wow, I discovered that, oh, geez, everyone can work from home. Certain people will be like, no, we discovered no one can work from home, as yes. you just said, and other people will find it in between. But the good thing is that it's now no longer theoretical. For instance, you see Bob. Yeah. You see Michael. Yes. Oh, let's. Uh, These are all hypothetical you see people, Bob, right? Bob, Michael, and Michelle. Cool. Bob, Michael, and Michelle. Yes. Michelle was better from home. Bob was worse from home. Mike was was the same from home. Right. Say. So now those are the kind of things people have to do, and then so that's the mi- microcosm. That's people. Uh huh. Then we move that to a macrocosm, which is industries. Some industries will be like that. I've Industry- never heard
0: the word macrocosm before. you You haven't you
1: always teach me new words i've never heard the word macrocosm i've heard microcosm yeah and i've heard micro and macro yes i didn't know that macro had a full name no i think that what has happened is you just blanked it out in your head
0: i swear on my life i've never heard macrocosm no i'm saying you blanked it out in your head i swear on my life i've (laughs) never heard macrocosm (laughs) i'm not saying that you you... know why because you said it now yes then i went that's wrong you know when your brain goes bam? yes then i went no he's right i know he's right but I've never heard that word in my in my life. Because people always say it's a microcosm of. Yes. This is a microcosm of this. I've never heard someone say this is
1: a macrocosm of. That's almost like saying you've never heard someone say the word bucket. Buckets nah. and microcosm but <laughs> man. He has a cup, he has a bucket. Oh wow. I normally call it a big cup. <laughs> <Yes>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I worry that like we don't know what the mental Benefit or or like or or, 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 you know what I mean? Like, there's going to be a benefit to people working from home, and then we may find that there was a really positive aspect to working together. That you don't just work from home or not work from home. We have days. Yeah, I work in the office Mondays and Wednesdays or Monday Tuesday or whatever, and then I don't. That's actually a nice idea. I think we should trademark that. You and I, yeah, we call it the Dave Trevor Work Week. I like that because everyone's going to be like, "Do we work from home? Do we not?" No, the Dave Trevor Work Week. A few days you go in you get to like see people you know you get to put a face to everything you get to, you know you get to
1: socialize as well people yes. forget how many people at work are their friends whether they want to admit it or not no your people at they have to be your friends this is the one thing that i do think will help so let's say you are productive when you don't wear pants yes and it takes you 10 minutes to do this work uh-huh. i'm exaggerating obviously right now be at the office that's not the way to do it what we want you to do is to take that same work do it in five hours. Yes. And um, and wear pants. Well, I will say this. Especially in America, I've realized there's no
0: reward to doing your work faster. I think that's just the corporate reward, culture around the world. Yes, but it, it's... I mean, America is the king of corporate culture. Okay, yes. And so uh, what I'm saying is...
1: As a patriot, I feel insulted when you say things about America. And Americans. I'm not... I'm not uh, as a patriot, as a fellow patriot. No, no, you're not a patriot. I'm, I'm as a
0: fellow patriot. So you didn't ask t- me a patriot of which country. See, there it is. Anyway. I told you. <laughs> what I'm saying is a lot of office culture doesn't reward efficiency. Let's say you say to a worker, you've got four hours to finish something. They finish it in two hours. Instead of being rewarded with two hours of freedom, they go, oh, you're done. Here, let me give you two two extra hours of things to do now. And so basically, no one is incentivized to do more. So maybe to your point, working from home, now we measure people by the product versus the time that they've put into the product. Yes. Because at an office, to your point, we have to come in. There's pride in... Leaving late. Yes, there is. I leave. I is the first one here and the last to leave. People yes. love saying that.
1: Yes. and First
0: one here and the last. And w- Goodbye, Bob. Have you ever seen when people leave the office early, the looks they get?
1: Yeah. Have okay,
0: guys, I'm leaving. Well, now?
1: Yes. Then everyone looks at the clock. Then everyone looks at
0: the... Wow, did you see he left? I can't believe David
1: left. Then the thing that happens is if, if the person who is leaving the office early says, I've given you guys all your emails. Yes. The immediate thing that you think is that... This person needs more work. I can't, I can't wait to see what the future is going to be. I've, like, so in
0: work, I hope this happens. I hope that in work, we, we see... Firstly, before that, I hope there are jobs, number one. They, I think there will be jobs. Okay, cool. You know why? Because I think... I'm not an economist. Let me start by saying that. Nor am I a financial expert of anything.
1: No, you are you a person who knew what the word macrocosm was.
0: This is true. But to know words does not mean you know life. That is true. There are many people who can be a thesaurus. Have you seen those kids at the spelling bee? No, no. What you're saying is true. Yes. Yes. So uh, the reason I think there will be jobs is because I think this hasn't gone on long enough and the the people are bouncing back a lot quicker than they should and would have. It's not like the offices have rotted. It's not like the things are gone. It's not like we still have the muscle memory of the way the world was. Definitely. Right? So I think there will be the jobs. There might even be new jobs. Yes. You know, there might be new jobs, there might be new ways to do things, et cetera. But I, I, I'm excited for the future of work because I hope that I hope that certain people can benefit from certain things. So like for instance, there are some people who spend like a big chunk of their life commuting yes. because they have to go to where the work is. Yes. And then they can't afford Silicon Valley is a good example of this. There are people who work in that, that like in Silicon Valley, but they can't afford to live in Silicon Valley. Yes. Then it's like, oh yeah, now you don't have to live in Silicon Valley. You can just send... Like if you work for Twitter, Jack Dorsey said you don't have to come back to work. But technically, that's what I'm saying, is technically... Uh, that could have happened before. No, no, but I'm saying now I hope that that becomes a thing where I actually hope that it can reinvigorate cities around America and in the world. Because if you think about it, for so long, we've lived in a world where we're centralizing and compressing where we live and how we live because we have to go to work. We're still basically migrants. Yes. We go to the mines in different ways. We used to do it back in the day. You'd go to the mines, you'd go to the farms, you'd go to whatever. Yes. Now we just, it's fancier jobs, quote unquote. Yes. Yes. But it's the same thing. We haven't fully taken advantage of the technological no, we revolution haven't. that happened. Exactly. And so now I go, the fact that everyone who does tech has to move to Silicon Valley or Redmond is like, it's ridiculous. Yes, it Whereas is. Whereas it's like, why can't you work in your country or in your city or in your anything and still get the money from, the, from doing the work? That's my were, point. Remember,
1: they started that. Remember the call centers? But the difference is that was a little exploitative. The the reasoning was different. The reasoning, but the the capacity was the same. In terms of the job, why does the person have to be here? Yes. So I hope it helps with cities. Because
0: now, people can live in in cheaper cities, which can invigorate the city. It can get the city better schools, better taxing. Dude, think about how many cities people have left. Yes. People go, there's no jobs here. You still live in Detroit, but you work in New York. Yes. Now you can go, No. My work goes to New York, yes. But I live in Detroit, yes. My work goes to Los Angeles, but I live in Milwaukee, yes. And I think that could be great for the world. It would be great for the world. Like if we can carry on this this boon, I think a lot of mothers who would have had to lose their jobs before can now stay at home, keep the job, and now not have that thing that happens where you basically get kicked out of your your yeah. career path. Yes. Oh, because I had a kid, now I'm out of the game.
1: Yes. But most
0: mothers will be like, I wasn't out of the game. I just had to like choose between staying at home and going into the office. Yes. And then now, as we've even seen in our office, there are new mothers who are still working with us. Yes. And it's like, yeah, they just work. And they're like, but I'm at home with my kid and I'm having a great time and I get to
1: work. Yeah, the gift of technology. Yes. If we can fully embrace it. And that's the thing that I'm saying about COVID is that it has shown that these things are possible. Yes. Like, for instance... I even think we should embrace... I don't know why police go to places. Police? Yeah.
0: I think we can also figure out a way for police to like call you and tell you to stop doing something. I think a lot of the time police are like unnecessary physically. That is a interesting. Stick, stay with me on this. Yeah, I see I, I'm I, losing you.
1: Well, firstly, I'm a lover of police.
0: But stay with me here.
1: Not because of police themselves, but I watched a lot of cop shows when I was growing up.
0: Cool. But stay with me on this. Yeah. I think a lot of the time police... Are physically sent to places that they do not necessarily need to be. Yes. Where, when the idea of police would have sufficed.
1: Yes. So, if you're making noise and then you making
0: noise, imagine if the cops could just phone you or zoom you and be like, "Hey, this is the police. Guys are making noise in your apartment." Then you're like, "Ah, sorry, officer." Because I would be like, "Wow, the police called me. Yeah." And they told me to keep it down. Yeah. Sorry, officer. Yeah.
1: Sorry. I think that would never happen in America. Why? Because how do they have your details? That's the end. Once the police have your details, it's over. It is literally over. What does that mean? If the police can phone me, it means that they have my details. (laughs) And? And If the police have my details, it is literally over. But the police can phone anybody right now. Yeah, but not in the way that you're saying that they can. people are just... No, yeah, I know, but... Here's I'm, the
0: myth. You see the thing with you no, patriots no, no, I in America? Here's I the thing. You guys yeah. live
1: under a myth that American police already do not have all the information. No, I'm not saying that. Uh, we're not talking about who has the information and who doesn't have the information. We're saying whether you can use the information or not use the information. Just like... So you're saying you'd be uncomfortable if the cops phoned you at home? Yeah, I'd be more uncomfortable than if they came to my house. I think cops should be able to teleconference
0: as well. Even drug dealers and stuff, if cops like just phoned and they were like, we're coming... Cops could just, like, trick people all the time. We're coming. And then, like, they would flush the drugs down the toilets. And then the cops don't come. But now the drugs are gone down the toilets. Yeah, I mean, that is a... And then every now and again you come. You see, like, the work week thing? Yeah. Cops can go, we're going to call five times and one time we'll show up in person. Yeah, then
1: I also want to get a reduction on my taxes. What are you talking about? If if I'm paying taxes to have uh, the cops and ambulances and all these kind of yes. things now the cops are at home sending tweets and no the and so now you have exposed yourself as
0: the backward employer that you said you just weren't because you said that this was about productivity what do you want from police them to be physically there or them to help hinder
1: crime and disturbances okay maybe i'm just dealing with myself myself if the cops call me i won't stop doing what i'm doing you really won't no why would i do that If the cops called you, you wouldn't stop what you're doing. No, it's the same as like when you watch those um, FBI movies of the, and then the cop knows the, you know, the drug dealer. They know Pablo Escobar. Then they're like, ah, there's Pablo. We're trying to work out a thing to get you. And Pablo's like, how's your life going? This and this. You can't get me. You can phone all you want, but you need to have details. (laughs) Like, so now it's like. I'm willing to bet all my money if the cops phoned you
0: and said, hello. Like, literally, let's do the call now. I'll tell you now. What, this is what happened. Phone will ring. Hello? <coughs> Yo, yeah, what's up? Is this David Kibuka? It is he. This is Sergeant Mulsbury from the 91st Precinct. You're making too much noise in your apartment, sir. And if you don't turn it down, we're going to have to come there in person.
1: My apartment is completely silent. I have no
0: idea what you're talking about. Well, we Good got God. a complaint from your building, Mr. Kibuka. You live in 14B. And we've heard the complaint, sir, so we're going to come there if you don't turn it down. You are completely incorrect. Have you heard us or not, Mr. Kibuka? De- That's fine. Then and so now what are you going to do?
1: I'm going to continue doing what I'm doing. So you were playing music? No, I wasn't playing music. You just phoned me out of the blue and just phoned me. No, man, the premise was that you play. The, your neighbor complained because you are playing music. The f- neighbor called. I'm not playing music. I don't have a radio.
0: I'm excited for the future. I hope that everybody gets their jobs back and I hope that there are more jobs and new jobs and just like new ideas and things. Yeah, that, I mean... That w- That's what I'm excited for. I'm excited for a future where, you know, we need to revamp movie theaters because now they've said people can't sit together all the time. So I have a pitch for movie theaters. I think we can try and develop new ways to have movie theaters. Like for instance, why don't they play all the trailers for movies when we're
1: in the line to buy popcorn? I'll never go to the movies there. Why are you coming with ideas that are? But you watch uh, trailers in the movie. No, I don't. What do you do then? I if the, firstly I go to the movie late. I know what the time the movie is, and I take fifteen minutes. So you come when the movie starts. So I'll maybe watch one, but not that. Well, you whole, don't watch the whole like no twenty minutes thing. No, not yeah. that that vibe. So you wouldn't be affected by my policy of watching the movies in the in the in the line to buy popcorn. Let's say this is I'm trying to to move forward with you. I'm trying to build the future but with you. But you're coming here. with crazy ideas. The the f- police are phoning me now and I'm seeing trailers of movies that, w- no. Because I'm trying to minimize
0: how much time you spend in a cramped theater.
1: No, it's not going to take it away. A movie's two hours. Yeah. And Which then the trailers awesome. are 20
0: to 30 minutes. Yes. I'm taking away that 30 minutes. I'm helping. You are helping. Okay? Yes. Okay, also, here's another pitch. We can also have a guy who comes in and tells you how the movie's going to end an hour into the movie but it's like optional
1: <laughs> that's a with, real idea stay with me no so, no, wait pause, so pause let me. There. So, that idea I agree with that idea so let me give you an example
0: there's some movies I've been in where I'm like this. I, I do not need to finish this this is horrible but I'm staying here because I can't not finish it yeah okay there's movies where they do I go the, the movie's horrible yes but I want to know how it ends yes and so I wish at an hour a guy could come into the cinema yes and be like hey everybody and then they pause the movie for a second yes Everybody wants to know how the movie ends. Raise your hand. And then everyone raised their hand. Everyone else must block their ears. Yes. And it goes like, so it turns out the mother-in-law did the crime and she killed everybody. Thank you so much, y'all. Yo. Now
1: you know the ending. You can leave. Now you've spent less time in the cinema. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's good for COVID. Your idea is health conscious. Yes. I, I, I understand what you're saying. For health reasons, people yes. are like, I, w- I don't need to die. And then the ending was terrible. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I'm with you on for health reasons. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. If you're not
0: enjoying the movie, I can get you out an hour earlier. So I've saved an hour of you movie, have. and I've saved 30 minutes of trailers in the future. No, you it's have. not perfect. No, you have. But now you've only spent you've spent an
1: hour and a half less time in a possible COVID situation. You know is what when I've you, done. I mean whether you're joking or not joking. One thing I do think about is I think about when people are actually going to go to the movies. So cinemas, concerts. Uh, sports, games... Bring the right artist. People will be at the concert. Well, this is the thing I'm wondering. Is not the... That sports. they're going to return. Let LeBron do one dunk
0: and people are back. Okay. Because you know, let me tell you what's going to happen. It's always like the first people that make the thing happen. So let's say they open up cinema. We've seen it with aeroplanes right now, by the way. They're going to say, we're opening up the movie theatres and we're going to see how this goes. No one's going to go. Then Trevor's going to go. He goes there and he watches the movie. And then he's going to tweet and Facebook and whatever and tell people, yo, guys, I just went to watch this movie. The cinema was completely empty. Best experience of my life. I felt like I had a private movie theater. And then someone's going to see that and go like, man, that sounds dope. I want to do that. And then they're going to go. And then another person is going to go in another. Then there's 5, 10, 15, 20. Same is going to happen with sports. Yo, guys, I went to the game.
1: I was sitting courtside by myself. We were all courtside. (laughs) Yes.
0: It's so much fun to be at a game when there's no people. Because like, now LeBron heard me and then he even looked at me and said hi. Yes. I said, LeBron, shoot. Then he shot. Yes. Then he said thank you afterwards because he wasn't going to shoot. Yes. I remember when the first few people posted... Guys, I'm on a flight right now. Look at it, it's completely empty. And they posted a video. And they were like, it's like I have my own private Boeing Dreamliner. Yes. And then everyone was like, now's a great time to fly.
1: Because it's empty. Yes.
0: And now the planes are packed. Packed, 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 packed. Middle rows and everything. Remember airlines were like, we're not going to put people in middle rows? Yeah. Then now they're in middle rows. Then people are like, what happened to the middle row? Then airlines are like, look, middle row's in your mind. All these seats are, no, no seat is in the middle if you think about it. Maybe
1: Corona will get tired as well. Maybe it goes somewhere else. What if Corona gets frustrated with us? Corona wow, goes, these people are so irresponsible. Or a new Corona comes. A new, more jazz-based one. That hits Corona or hits us? No, that hits us.
0: Jesus. So we're dealing with COVID-19 and then COVID-20 comes? Yeah. Th- I mean, That's w- going to be like, you know those movies where Godzilla is attacking and then
1: uh, another thing comes out of the yeah, ocean that's what I mean. and it, it joins in. Yeah, so if that happens, we'll, go, we'll stop watching movies.
0: In the meantime, I think we need to prepare. And I think we need to change things for the better for the future.
1: But, but so, so that's my pitch for movies. That's my pitch for the
0: office. Restaurants can dramatically be improved. Here's a simple one. Why can the waiter not take the complete order at one time? I don't understand why the waiter has to come back and ask you how everything's going before you've even chewed for the first time.
1: That's waiting technique. I was a waiter for two and a half years.
0: Yes. And so what I'm saying is... Those are unnecessary interactions between us that, that increase the chance of getting COVID-19. Okay, so you'll put it in the waiter's manual that don't go and say, how's your meal going? Let's do this. When people come in, yes. let's just put the menus on the table already. I don't know why waiters have to bring the menus. Yes. I don't understand why this is like a, th- like a thing. Yeah. Can I get you guys some menus? I mean, why would we not have menus in a restaurant? Some people don't want menus. But we're at the restaurant.
1: Yeah, but there's, sometimes they're just there for drinks.
0: No, then you can't sit at the thing. I'm talking about in the dining area. In America, yes. But I'm saying if you're in
1: the dining area, why are there not menus already?
0: Can I get you guys some menus?
1: No, I I agree with your solutions, but what you are doing is you're saying that the previous thing was terrible, which it wasn't terrible. There was a logic to it No, 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 no,
0: no, no. I'm just talking about for corona. For corona. I'm not judging anything. Yes. I'm just saying.
1: You did judge in a heavy way.
0: Uh, No, Dave. I was judging it in terms of corona. In terms of corona. That's all I was doing. Cool. I'm saying if, if, I'm, if I'm Corona, I like that the waiter keeps coming and talking to these people because as we know, talking spreads particles. Yes. So as Corona, I'm like, this, this suits me just fine. Go ask them if they want anything else. Yes. Go ask them if everything's okay. Yes. Yes.
1: But I think that if you are ask in... Ask them if you
0: want to top up. The tea sprays everything. I like this.
1: No, I'm with you, but I'm, I, I get the social distancing in restaurants and stuff like that. Yes. But there's a part of it is where you're in a restaurant now. You've taken a measure of risk. Yeah, there's home as well. You can be at home. So the meal is so delicious. Now I want you to stop these people from coming to say, how's your meal going? (laughs) No, because the way I earn a tip is by coming and saying, how's your meal going and giving you that spiel. That's how people extract the money from the customer. Oh, but we must get rid of tips as well because of Corona. People must just get paid a salary now. Yes, I agree. People must get paid a salary. But when I was a waiter... I was good at getting tips. So if I was paid a salary... I, would I feel like you were the waiters who bothered me into tipping you. Yeah, I got my... When I was a waiter, me extracting money from someone... Ah, easy. So now when <laughs> I would go to you and then I would, I would be like, I'm just going to make your life better. When I make your life better, sometimes I didn't even care about the food. Half the time, the food was wrong. Like people, I never knew the menu or any of that stuff. People would ask me, does this have guacamole on it? Then I'd be like, do you want guacamole on it? <laughs> and then they would be like, yes. Then I'd go to the back. I'd say, you guys need to put guacamole on this cornflakes. They'd be like, what? Then I'd take it back. Here's the guacamole. There it is. Then I would ask them, "How's your day? How's your life going? This is what I mean by the spitting. The thing that you call up a spitting yes. was how I was earning an income. How's your day going? How's your day going? Are you guys doing this thing? That Kelly, is it your birthday? Why don't we sing? What did they get you? You are the epitome of the waiters I loathe. Then I loathe you as a customer. It's not, the loathing is mutual.
0: I'm here with my friends and my people to have our, com- then you, those waiters who come
1: and now want to impose your conversation upon us. No. Now you're trying to insert yourself into my group of friends. I, I, firstly, it's a privilege for me to, to wait on you. It's a privilege. This is not for, who? for you. For me to wait on you. when I'm I just wanted food. Yeah. There's food at your house, but you came here. So now what you're going to do is I'm going to tell you. But firstly, I'm not only talking to you, there's your friends. You don't know your friends. You may be antisocial, but your friends, they, then I hit them, hit them, hit them, laugh. Here goes there, there goes, there it is. They're like, this is great. I literally did not really know the menu. I knew the basics make the people laugh they're having a good time, yes. you know, entertainment. Once they're having, that was my gauge, the people are having a, a entertainment. Because this is, we're
0: in the entertainment business. Business. So you basically combined the mariachi band with the waiter. Mari- yes, that's
1: what I did. So then You were what, a verbal, you were a, like a spoken word mariachi uh, band. There we are, we're having a great time. There's a big chance that this person who they're with, they hate that person. <laughs> so, it's not all everybody having a good time. It's not. That's not just how it works at restaurants. 50% of people at a restaurant hate the people that they're at the restaurant with. Families hate each other, man. So now you get in there. You're like, this family here, they've been trying hard to have a good time. They've been to Disneyland. They've been to all these places. They're going to places trying to solve the problem with money. They don't know how to solve the problem with money.
0: Now and I that's when here. you come in. This
1: one, the the wife is depressed. The husband is depressed. The children hate the parents. Then I would say things, how are you doing, how are you doing, get them to feel it, we're feeling it together. Then at the end when the tip comes, they don't even know 10, 20, you know 25, they yes. don't even know what, what custom, they go to where they're, that section of custom tip, <laughs> they put their, they put a number. When you come to my restaurant, I will show you a good time. That is why I'm here, as a waiter, a proud waiter, I will show you a good time.
0: Okay, let me ask you this, there are futurists who say that coronavirus is going to upend the social order and the way we think about everything that has been a staple for so long. So, for instance, some people are saying, if rent has been cancelled now, why can't rent be cancelled forever? If student debts, some of them have been cancelled now, you can't, you don't have to pay, why doesn't it get cancelled forever and whatever, whatever. Now, personally, I think a lot of these people are making a mistake of thinking rent has been cancelled. Rent has been postponed. Yes. Do You know when you're like, ugh, Corona's finished, I'm yes. so happy. There's going to be,
1: David, hi, Barry here, the landlord. They're going to add a little to each month.
0: Look, in my ideal world, everyone would have just paused everything. And then we would have just resumed everything. Yes. Which I know someone will be like, that's not possible. I think it is very possible. I don't care who you are and what you say. I think everything could have been paused. Yes. I think the economy could have been paused. I think the stock market could have been paused. I think banks, mortgages, loans, everything could have been paused together for a month at least. Yes. And then we could have just carried on. And we could just be like, that month didn't exist. The same way we do with February. Sometimes we just like, it has 29 yeah. days, sometimes 28. We can, yes. Guys, we can invent shit. We invent shit all the time as human beings. Yeah. Think about it. We literally invent a day so that we can catch up time sometimes. We're like, okay, now February has another day. Yes. And then we're like, okay, now it doesn't.
1: Yes. And everybody's fine with And that.
0: everyone's fine with that. Because the problem is everyone owes everyone. I think that's something a lot of people don't realize. It's weird to say this but everyone owes everyone. So, you owe the landlord the money for rent.
1: Yes, the landlord, the landlord owes, owes, the, owes bank.
0: the bank for the mortgage. Yes. The bank owes like the Federal Reserve or something for yeah. the money they've taken, and then the Federal Reserve owes another country
1: because countries borrow the m- you you get what I'm saying? Yes. Somebody has to say it's fine. If you think of it in a small circumstance, yeah. let's say you owe a loan shark mm-hmm. or just a friend or whatever. You owe them 100 bucks and then um, you loan the hundred or fifty bucks to somebody else, yes. then they loan twenty or whatever, that right. whole chain. So it's like everybody needs the money. Give me the money. Give me the money. Because yeah, everyone needs to pay someone back. And, but if that loan shark goes like actually you don't have to pay it back. Yes. Now there's more room for everybody else. The last person in the line whether it's invented money or not invented money. Right. Somebody has to go... The top person has to say... I completely forgive you. You don't owe me. It would be the
0: equivalent of China saying to America, fine, we're ca- cancelling your debts."
1: Yeah, that's what Africa is essentially trying to do. Yes. Is, uh, or, you know, because they had so much debt, they're like, guys, you need to cancel this debt because yes. it affects, it reverberates through the economy. Right. So now we have to make taxes. We have to do all of this stuff. So now whoever that person is, because it's somebody, Illuminati... <laughs> they it is those people because that's the major thing is like and maybe if there's a you know pay it forward yes that kind then of everyone would feeling, forgive the debt forgive the debt forgive the debts no but that yes but that idea of pay it forward uh-huh. if people out there, if there was like a pay it forward campaign think of the person who owes you a lot in your life yes try think hard and imagine is it possible for you to to let it go. Right. You know, like, so if we had that, then you'd then in your mind you'd go, who owes you? Just think of who owes you and think, is it possible to just forgive this thing? Right. Then you'd go through all the list of people who owe you. You'd be like, yeah, this one. You know, you don't have to pay me. And you'd call them. And maybe you could even have a day of that. Forgiveness day. We just phone each other and forgive debts. We, yeah, we just go. Then I say, you see that 20 bucks? You that know it's going to be funny. By that 25 of One person
0: of won't, won't know what day it is, and then they're just going to phone someone who's going to be very excited to pick up the phone. Oh, thank God, Dave! I didn't think you were going to call. What? Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> I'm so my family's so grateful to you. What are you grateful talking about?
1: What? I thought you were calling to cancel the debt. Cancel what debt? <laughs> <laughs> like, we don't know what's going to happen with the future, but we hope that all of the positive things that have happened, we hope that they um, we keep them, and then all the negative things. We obviously hope that those disappear, and it'll be a better world for it. Because some of sometimes it feels like we've been forced. So like this thing of online working, yes, again not fully but like a hybrid, is it feels like we were never gonna do it. Someone pushed us into the into the swimming that's pool true. to learn to, yeah, s- to that's swim. That's true. Because it was
0: there all along. It was there all along. You know, like guys. It was always a, it was always one of those like fancy proposal ideas that were written about in like an opinion section. Yeah why we need to work from home. Yeah, that kind of thing. And now... Norwegian scientists, because there's always Norwegian <laughs> scientists, Norwegian <laughs> scientists have been studying yes. how work... It would always be like those weird profile pieces on like CNN International or yes. something, you know, that start those things. Can people work from home? And can they be as productive? Yes. We sent our correspondent to Norway to find out. Yes. This is Bjork Miaklik. He says yes. he's been working from home for two years and he's been better. I've been working from home for two years and it's much better. I spend time with my family and it's really good for us and a lot of people in Norway are doing the same thing. A lot of people in Norway seem to be doing the same thing. Yeah, we have a lot of people in Norway and we're doing the same thing. And they have a
1: term for it. Normally they have a term for it. Yes,
0: they do. The Norwegians call it smakliklack. Smakliklack means to make life easier when doing things more efficiently, and we hope the rest of the world can do it. So will the rest of the world do it? We asked a few Americans what they think. (laughs) Hell no, working from home? If I'm paying somebody and they're at home, well, I guess they're not getting paid because you get work money for coming to work. If you're at home, I hope you're getting home money. Well, there you have it. We'll see you next time on another episode
1: of Fresh Ideas. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly it. That's exactly it. And then what you do is you see that thing, because of the the time we are, you Google it. And then at your next dinner party, you say, have you guys heard of Smack (laughs) Smack They're like, what? Smack Smack It's from Norway.
0: Well, you know what? I'm excited for the future. I don't know what it holds. Uh, We'll see. We'll we'll, We'll chat more about the future and we'll see where we go from there. And that's the future of corona, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. If you're at home, I hope you're healthy. I hope you are taking time to be happy. I hope you are looking after yourself. And don't forget, you have every right to be angry. Right? Don't listen to all of these like the happiness gurus online. Everyone's like, well, this is the time to be happy and you should be grateful. If you are angry, you have every right to be angry right now. If you if you feel sad, you have every right to be sad. Just try not to dwell in that feeling forever. But do not like relinquish your right to be a normal human being just because it's COVID-19 and you're stuck in the house. That's my little piece of advice to human beings out I there. give
1: the opposite. Um, uh, please, no anger, if you can help it. And then also no... What's the other one? Sadness, if you can help it.
0: i said if you can help it as well.
1: Yeah, but you said that people have a right but to be they angry. Do. You,
0: as a human, you can go like, I'm angry that governments haven't done the right thing, but I'm going to stay at home. But, I'm, but I just have a moment. Everyone acts like everyone has to be a monk
1: right now at home. No, no, don't be a monk. But I mean, okay, maybe I... I don't break things. Okay, we both yeah, don't break things.
0: Yes, because then the police are going to phone you and tell yeah. you that they would come. The Trevor Noah podcast is presented by Luminary and Prologue Projects. This episode was produced by Katja Kumkova with editorial oversight by Leon Nafak and Andrew Parsons. Terence Bonardo is our audio engineer. The show was recorded with the help of David Paul Meyer. I'm Trevor Noah, joined as always by my good friend David Kibuka. We'll catch you next time on the Trevor Noah Podcast.
1: If you're enjoying this conversation, join us over on Luminary for a full catalog of episodes from the Trevor Noah podcast, plus even more coming September 2nd. Go to luminary.link slash
0: Trevor Noah to subscribe and save up to 40% when you sign up for an annual plan. Not available in all markets and subject to local currency. Terms apply.